I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Come on. Disgusting way of doing it. Absolutely disgusting. Well, I don't think the neighbors are enjoying it. Oh my God. Hello there, welcome to the podcast. This is another week, a fresh new start, a bright new week, the same old... Sh- um, and uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been a hell of a week. Uh, it's plant khaki week for me, I don't know about you. Uh, my left eye uh, firmly spattered in pollen. Uh, they're all at it in the garden. It's disgusting. Um, but what can you do? That's plants. <laughs> Uh, anyway, look, we should crack on because uh, I am joined by uh, my special guest. Um, I don't know how many appearances you you make before you stop being a, a special guest, Mick. Um, at some point, you'll stop being a special guest. You'll just be... I, I feel it's becoming rapidly unspecial. I disagree. I think it gets more special every time. You know, those well. people, you know, they talk about their marriage and they say, you know what? Every day gets better and better. It's like that. Yeah, they're full of it, aren't they? <laughs> um, so last night, you and I, we, we were both watching uh, the launch of GB News, Britain's brightest, yes. lightest, and uh, and that's it, uh, news channel. Uh, did you love it? Uh, no, very okay. much not. Great. Very much not. Um, it was everything we expected it to be, and, and worse. Mm. Um, as you would expect from a channel featuring the most odious man in British media, Dan Wooten. I was quite surprised at how bad it was. I mean, just on a technical level, um, it was so shonky and, and, and dark. I've been well, as I said to morning. you last night, it was the defi- very definition of, you know, people say, oh, yes, you can see it. All the money was on the screen. <laughs> well, this was the opposite of that. None of the yeah. money was on the screen. All the money was going on Ryanair flights between Andrew Neil's house and London. But um, it, it's just, it's really weirdly gloomy and dark. Their breakfast show, I don't know if you saw any of it. 
Um, but, I just I was just watching it before I yeah. before I joined you. Uh, Kim, my partner, she said it looks like it's been filmed at a Hertz rent a car counter in an airport. Yeah, <laughs> the little waiting area, subterranean, right by the car park, kind of vibe with repurposed lights from Starbucks. Well, as I dubbed it in my newsletter this morning, it's filmed in the Pratt Cave. Pretty, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Everything it's it's like just 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 open open the open your iris guys. Um, it's curious. It's curious. I, I, I and someone um someone fairly senior at Sky News was saying to me yesterday that they had noticed also that there was from a technical perspective a change in um uh, the resolution between when they were filming the segments with uh, Andrew Neil uh, talking to. Uh, presenters and then switched to Dan Wooten. Yeah. There was the Dan Wooten show was being filmed on entirely different cameras right. uh, or, or a higher resolution. And perhaps that's in his rider. He, he requires a <laughs> higher resolution um, version of his face. Yeah. I mean, uh, so it started with Andrew Neil doing a sort of uh, his sort of his, his sort of uh, big Churchillian speech about freedom of speech. God damn it. And we will, we will tolerate this no more. And finally, giving a voice to the voiceless, like Alison Pearson, who's had a like Alison Pearson and and little known parla- failed parliamentary candidate Nigel Farage. <laughs> and um, I was pleased to see the, the guy from Coast, who it turns out, you know, Neil I, Oliver. Neil Oliver. I thought he was just a bit weird, and now I know he's an utter. But his job was to sort of be like when you have an actor on Question Time. His job was to do the sort of fairly empty platitudes about, well, I think there's good and bad on both sides, guys. Yeah, he's gonna have, he has he's gonna have his own show though, and yeah. and he is he he's kind of got a darker you know he is pretty conspiracy theory adjacent uh, is the way I would frame it in a legally defensible manner. <laughs> I'm waiting for I want them to sign Nick Knowles uh, on this podcast. We're we're huge fans of Nick Knowles and his. Well, the Sun did that thing where they claimed he was going to get sacked in order for them to save him from being sacked Tuesday two days later. Oh, brilliant! Over his um Shreddies. over an advert, I believe. For cereal, it was in shreddies, which he, wasn't it? yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, because he's 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 not um, averse to a conspiracy theory or two. No, he um, is not. Uh, yes, it's it's it, it's a, the really interesting thing is, but like with this morning's breakfast show, you've got Colin Brazier, who is who again. I've been talking to people within Sky News about this, doing some actual journalism and trying to talk to Amazing. people and saying, "Well, what do you think?" And they were like, "Well, you know, Colin is." He's always been fairly right wing, but he's a really good, you know, he's a really good presenter. And he and he he was very, you know, straight down the line at Sky. And there's a sense that what they're doing on every show is they have one kind of pro uh, like like him to just yeah. kind of like drive the show and make sure that, you know, you hit Safe the outcomes. Yeah. And then you have one gobshite who's just there to just <laughs> sort of. Um, you know, have wild opinions. And so you, you had the unedifying sight last night of Simon McCoy sat next to Alexandra Phillips, ex-Brexit uh, Party MEP and former employee of the parent company of Cambridge Analytica, who was involved in messing about with elections in Africa. Again, messing about, a legally defensible term. Um <laughs> Thanks for that. But um, and and so you have him there going, yes, she, she yes, she, she has got a section where she does a rant, and he yeah. looked embarrassed already, and yes. I could just see him thinking, just take the money, Simon, just take the money. Your time at the BBC was probably done anyway. Just take the money. Simon McCoy is a funny one because uh, you kind of think 
we all sort of cheered a bit when he was on the BBC and said, oh, someone's standing outside a hospital waiting to give news of whether or not a woman's given birth. Is that really news? Are we really doing this? And you kind of go, yes, good for you. What a maverick you are. And now he's jumped to this station where they're doing news stories that are so spurious as to be laughable. And and you're kind of thinking, what? how are you feeling, Simon? Like, genuinely, how are you? Because, uh, you know... There is, there's this sort of amazing, endless procession of people who enjoyed the BBC's money and status for, you know, decades and then left and started talking about how terrible it was. And Neil Oliver was doing the same thing last night, uh, talking about how awful the BBC was and the, the lame Yeah, The interesting it. thing was that in some of the interviews is that Andrew Neil doesn't quite do that. Right. He will say, oh, the BBC is true left wing in, in, in news, which is farcical. Like if yeah. you consume BBC news content, if you watch or listen to the Today programme on a daily basis, you realise that its news agenda is driven almost entirely by the running order is comprised of what they saw in the Daily Mail. It almost yeah. it like matches, you know, one for one. So the notion that the BBC is sort of um, massively left wing is 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 you know, for the birds. It, it probably is, in, to an extent, it is in comedy, but that's because right-wing people aren't very funny. No, it's because the job of what used to be called satirical comedy was to mock the people in power. And, and the they are, power, and the Tories are in government. Yeah, which is why comedy should be left-wing right now. It's about redressing a balance. Um, no one ever, there was never any conversation about, well, we should have balance in this satire. Mm. No one ever said that until now. Uh, no, and 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 the thing, you, and you'll get stuff like you know the Mash Report is is forever attacked for being this show that was needlessly left wing, but it's the show that really gave um, Jeff Norcott, for instance, a, a, a launch pad. You know, and yeah. one of the, one of the few right wing comedians that at least will write jokes rather than just simply saying I identify as an attack helicopter, um, <laughs> and one of the proponents of that andrew doyle is going is on gb news with his with his saturday afternoon evening show free speech nation mm. which uh, i'm sure will be uh, reliably laugh free uh, but you know the thing that we really should talk about is is the fact that at about five past eight andrew neil said this station gb news will not be a station that um, indulges in conspiracy theories or fake news. One hour later, at about five past nine, Dan Wooten uh, did a long monologue on how lockdowns don't work and we should have been more like Sweden, Florida or Texas. Uh, you know, just completely conspiracy theory adjacent yeah. uh, content. Which, yeah, in your newsletter, you uh, said it this morning, you you uh, could repudiate because even, apparently even the King of Sweden said, nah, we kind of messed up there. Yeah, that, so Florida is believed to have undercounted the... It, its official number of deaths is 37,000 at the time of speaking, but um, it's confidently thought that they've deliberately undercounted that by about 40%. Texas has a population of 29 million people and a death toll of 508 that you know, fifty thousand eight hundred and fifty-seven, so pretty high for the number of people that there is. And Sweden, the King of Sweden, said that its initial response to the pandemic was a failure, and it's had significantly more deaths than its more cautious Scandinavian neighbours. But you know, facts don't. You know, facts will not let Dan Wooten 
uh, get in the way of, uh, of, of, of sort of... Um, no. I've got, I've got a little clip of Dan Whitten that I'll play in in a minute. But um, speaking of cautious approaches, were you surprised at kind of how strongly they came out of the trap? Because to be honest, when I... My anticipation was that I would tune in and what I would get was something that was quite careful, quite cautious, quite balanced because it's day one. Everyone's going to be watching. And I thought that all of the the the, the liberals and the metropolitan media elites, such as you and me, you know, were kind of they would present something where we would watch a bit. It's kind of like it reminded me of um, a really old sketch. Uh, do you remember Three of a Kind with Tracy Ullman yes. and David Copperfield? They did a sketch where every Sunday morning on BBC Two, probably, there used to be a, a show, I think it was like a Turkish programme, and it was in Turkish language. And they did a sketch where uh, it opened, the show opened, and this guy was talking Turkish, and he does it for a few seconds, and then he goes... Right, I think that's got rid of all the English people. Now we can get on with the real programme. And I was kind of expecting something like that from GB News. I was expecting them to kind of start in this quite measured, quite balanced way. And then be kind of like, right, all the Liberals have gone now, satisfied that we're not doing anything bad. Now we can really let rip. Mm. But actually, they just, from the get-go, they were... They were off and away. It was there from they? day one. But the thing with the Dan Wharton thing, he's not capable of any. He's not capable of 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 nuance. He is one of. He's not the worst person currently broadcasting on TV or radio in the in in the UK because the worst person, the most ill suited to radio or television, is Giles Corrin, a man who speaks constantly at the same speed. Uh, as if he's at a dinner party, coked off his face. By the way, no implication that he is, yeah, obviously. As if he was. which yeah, You know, as yeah. if he was. But um, he's terrible. He's awful on radio. It's unbearable to listen to. I haven't listened to that yet. Yeah, you should listen to it because it's so bad. Uh, I but, love a good hate but, listen. <laughs> but Dan Wooten's issue is he can't do nuance. He talks constantly in the leaden prose of a tabloid. You know the kind of block capitals intro copy they have? That's just Dan Wooten the entire time. And he looks at his guests like a dog that is convinced... I wrote this is a line from my newsletter, so I'm just re- reusing do, do it. Do it, do it. But he looks at his guests like um, like a dog that is convinced you've got cooked chicken in your pocket. Just like ready, like unable to wait for them to finish. And, and what they had is they had a typical panel. They had Neil Oliver there on his panel. He had... Carol Malone of the Daily Express, never heard, very silenced woman. Carol Malone of Loose Women, The Pledge on Sky, and Jeremy Vine's show at least twice a week, but very (laughs) silent. And and then Benjamin Butterworth from the iPaper, who seems to love to be treated like a a chew toy by right-wingers. He goes on talk radio quite often to just basically be shouted down. And he was there to be shouted down. So when Dan Wooden talked to Malone or Neil Oliver, he listened to them. And then any time Benjamin Buttonworth said anything, he was just hammered and and shouted down. And this, again, earlier on, an hour earlier, um, Andrew Neil was saying, well, of course, we we believe in debate and listening to different points of view. It's just such horseshit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and, um, every programme that I've seen, I've seen four of their programmes now has been talking about taking the knee uh, and saying, well, you, should, you shouldn't really do that uh, because it's, 
it's a political it's political it's political you know and it's when, a beautiful when, I, I thought it was a did you see the beautiful moment when Dan Wooden tried to make Alan Sugar say that he yes. disagreed with players taking the knee and Alan Sugar said oh, I think the players uh, have every right to express their opinions yeah. and Dan Wooden was like oh, oh, oh. and what, then he tried, thought okay well I'll get him on would you take the knee to which Alan Sugar said, well, that's just a bloody stupid question. Yeah. Where am I going to do that? In Sainsbury's. Yeah. Like, who cares if I do or not? There's a, there's a real problem, I think, that, uh, you know, all of their guests, they're, they're, they're going to seek out guests like Alan Sugar, who he has money and power. And so he doesn't have to toe any kind of line. And those are the people they want because they're, they're the people who will sort of say the maverick things that they want said. But you'll never, you know, as 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 the left has found to its chagrin, you can never get full alignment on every issue. Yeah. And so then you run into all this trouble where Dan Wooden was unbearably obsequious. I'll, I'll play the clip in a second. Fawning and ingratiating himself to Lord Sugar at one point saying, oh, the apprentice is the only reason I'll pay the license fee, frankly. <laughs> and I mean, it was really excruciating to watch. But then... Alan Sugar saying the sun, the only truth in the sun is the date on the front. And it's the, the date the and the cover price. Yeah. And, uh, Dan, and then Dan Wooden remembering s- that eventually he'll have to be re-employed by Rupert Murdoch going, yeah. oh, that's not fair. That's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and yeah, then being told it was a bloody stupid question. And you kind of think, wow, yeah, this is not going to be a comfortable ride for you guys because there's never full consensus. So then what do you do? So... Well, they have to get more. What they'll have to do is get more and more desperate right wing voices, the ones that really want the attention. I mean, I, I, when they had um, they announced that they had a section called the Uncancelled, the guest on that yesterday was Alison Pearson, notoriously cancelled in her <laughs> role as a six figure earning Daily Telegraph columnist and a figure in the British media for the past 30 years. I could tell that somewhere in County Durham, in his little bunker, Dan, Darren Grimes was up like a meerkat here and thinking, I've been cancelled. I can get on GB News. There's still a chance. Yeah. And that's what will happen. They'll have to increasingly get these people who will say anything, uh, you know, for a free hobnob in the green room. <laughs> There's not much I wouldn't do for a free hobnob in the green room right now. I, I know. Look, look forward to Jake Yap's uh, yeah. uh, satirical look at the news on yeah. GB News coming soon. Yeah. Today's token is Jake Yap. Uh, Benjamin Butterworth is just uh, waiting for the... Yeah, he's on talk radio at the moment, so we can't have him. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mick, thanks very much uh, for your uh, your thoughts on that. Uh, don't forget, it's Broken Bottle Boy. Is it .substack.com? Is that right? Correct. There you See, go. that's how I'm not a special guest anymore. You can remember the web address. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, go and sign up to his newsletter. It's a fantastic read, and it's... it's uh, outputted at a prodigious rate um thanks very much indeed will we see you next week yes that indeed. would be wonderful thank for, you for more blood pressure increasing content <laughs> keep drinking the monster we'll see you then take care bye-bye uh, i'm gonna leave you uh i'm not gonna leave you but i'm gonna leave mick and uh, the gb news bit with this clip of uh, dan Whitten. this was him attempting to introduce lord sugar uh and saying well someone who's been at the sharp end of covid uh, is Lord Sugar having lost, I think, his his brother and his sister to COVID. This is never going to be an easy interview to say uh, all this lockdown silliness needs to end. 
Um, in fact, Lord Sugar went on to say that he'd been to Australia and they'd had quite stringent lockdown and he felt that they'd sort of done it right. But uh, anyway, ju- just th- this is sort of what you could expect from the show. So you certainly know the tragedy of COVID, Lord Sugar. Yeah. Um... Oh, we've just, just lost Lord Sugar. What a shame. We will try and get him back in just a moment because, of course, there is so much to discuss with him at this really, really difficult time for the UK. Some brilliant questions coming in from you. So let me just remind you how you can contribute if you want to. GBviews at gbnews.uk. That is our email address. But for the moment, let me bring back in our superstar panel as we await for Lord Sugar to come back. Carol Malone, Benjamin Butterworth, and Neil Oliver. Well, actually, we'll come back to you very shortly, guys, because I think we have Lord Sugar back. Lord Sugar, sorry, we, we just lost you as I was passing on my condolences for the loss of your brother, uh, Derek, and your sister, Shirley. Yes, thank you very much, yeah. So technology, you've got a technology problem there. You should use some of my old computers. <laughs> we need them. We need them badly tonight. Then, then it at least work instead of using all that other stuff you've got there. Let's hope technology doesn't let us down again. Yeah, you could see the glittering eyes. You knew someone was in for a really bad time uh, in the uh, post-show meeting. I mean, it is kind of on a wing and a prayer. It's technologically, it's 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 just not quite there. Anyway, uh, that's it. Andrew Neal's Babe Station, um, cheap and nasty, and uh, giving you the thrill. Uh, you want so much. Now, don't forget, uh, at some point soon, maybe tomorrow, I haven't sorted it out yet, uh, we'll have uh, John Holmes back uh, where we'll, being, we'll be being controversial for coins with our own uh, take on that. It's uh, Britain Awake, Britain's brightest, second brightest and lightest now. Although, actually, just in terms of Lumen's brightest um, breakfast show, if you've got uh, anything controversial that you'd like us to discuss or to get off your chest, why don't you send us a voice message to our WhatsApp account? Here's the address. You can WhatsApp Jake Yap on 07862-032-654. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, speaking of John Holmes, uh, he's weighed in on our, our latest um, talking point. So I, we were talking about poetry on Friday with Davy, And uh, Davy quite recklessly uh, solicited poems from people, uh, particularly limericks. And uh, I slightly modified that over the weekend. What I want from you is an unfinishable limerick. Um, so, for example, you know, there was a young girl from Nantucket, right? Uh, you can't finish that in a family-friendly way. Uh, and so um, I'm sure there's there's lots about Jeremy Hunt that we could have a go at. So I wanted your sort of opening line for an unfinishable limerick. And uh, we had some great ones. Jem suggested um, Prince Andrew was scratching his bonds. Unfinishable. Uh, hashtag unfinishable limericks. It's at Not Today Pod on Twitter. <clears throat> and um, John Holmes weighed in. Uh, he had one, which was uh, there was. Uh, and then if you can finish an unfinishable limerick in a family friendly way, I want to hear that, too. Uh, anyway, John Holmes uh, went for there was a young lady from Bude who went for a swim in the nude. A man in a punt stuck a pole in her ear and said, you can't swim here. It's private. Uh, so there you go. Um, I had a go at an unfinishable one. So my opening gambit was whilst driving her new Skoda Fabia. A lady got lost in Arabia, says Dean. Sand got everywhere, made a mess of her hair. Some even turned up and, oh yeah, I see what you mean. Yes, uh, so that's the idea. Hashtag unfinishable limericks. Uh, do, do join in with those. That'd be great. Um, and we've got an email here. Uh, this is from... Hannah. Morning, Jake. Hope all is well with you and yours and the Appreciation Society. I know that you probably now wish you hadn't opened this can of worms as you don't like poetry. Well, it's not that I don't like poetry. You know, it's like I, I could say I don't like musicals. There's a handful that I love. Anyway, here are a couple of limericks about two of the pod listeners. Oh, wow. There once was a pod producer named Julie, whose behaviour was mostly unruly. She'd drink and she'd swear and remove underwear and then suffer from hangovers cruelly. Very good. Uh, and then another one. There once was a master baker named Jane, whose fancy cakes were really insane. She mixed in out-of-date stuff and tummy button fluff, but we were all far too polite to complain. Thank you, Hannah. Appreciate those. Very nice. Um, so, yeah, any unfinishable limericks? I don't know why I can't say that particularly successfully. Uh, do share them. Uh, final thing I've got for you today is a, a recommendation. By the way, it's not today pod. Uh, it's not today at swanburst.com. Sorry. Uh, a recommendation for a game. I've been casting about for a good video game for ages and sort of had concluded that I was just not, it's just not happening. I'm just, maybe I'm just, that's, maybe that's not what I'm, maybe it's Harry Krishna. I don't know. There's something lacking from my life. And I found this game is quite old. Uh, it's called 80 Days and it's published by a company called Inkle and you can get it on iOS, probably Android and um, uh, Switch, I think, if you do any of those things. 
uh, and it's it's kind of a text-based adventure, and you are Passepartout, um, escorting Phileas Fogg around the world in 80 days. Um, and it's just a sort of text-based adventure where you've got to trade off money versus time versus routes, and there's like literally thousands of routes. There's something like 169 points on the world map that you can pass through, but, you know, you won't do more than 20 when you when when you go around and it's all kind of steampunk and I don't want to spoil anything but it's it's worth a go like I played it through once and instantly started playing it all over again because uh, there's there's a lot more for it to offer it's a good game it's like a fiver uh, for anyone who's got a fiver uh, anyway. That's it for today. Don't forget, tomorrow we need to nail down what we're going to write a musical about. Uh, somebody had a suggestion on Twitter. I don't know. Someone had a suggestion on WhatsApp. Um, and I can't remember who it was. But uh, it was Joel. said, uh, seeing as you're able to knock these things out in two days, I'd like to think you could sell those mini musicals that schools do. Okay. Uh, my daughter is doing one at the moment called Pirates of the Curry Bean whose whole premise appears to be built on the island being called Lumbago rather than Tobago. I have no idea if there's any money in it. Presumably not, as it's uh, on and YouTube. It's on YouTube and Spotify, and the scripts have been photocopied so much they resemble the Turin Shroud. <laughs> but it's an idea. Okay, this wasn't an idea. For, I should, probably should have read this before. I'm not your agent, but thought I'd let you know I'd thought of you. That's nice. Thanks, Joel. That's all I needed. Uh, we did one called Jonah Man Jazz at school, and another about Nelson that had white boys singing as natives with jazz hands and Caribbean accents. It was fine. Mate, GB News. Maybe we should do GB musicals. Maybe that's the way forward. I don't know. Anyway, uh, all a bit shambolic this morning. Kind of ran out of time and technical. All the best. Well done. End the programme. But do, uh, do send your suggestions through. One nil, one nil, one nil, one nil. Oh, whatever. What, what, what do you want about? And I'll uh, book someone for tomorrow. Do check out 80 Days. It's a really good game. I think I might go and play it. Anyway. There's literally nothing else happening in my life. I will see you tomorrow. Lots of love. Bye-bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. 
No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.